Hey, what's up, insiders? Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Nerd Wallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real-life cheat code, saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie and loves a plot twist, and also putting away money for retirement. Since I'm not going to be doing this podcast forever, I'm sorry. So listen, listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What people go wrong is, uh, we talked about when they set up their business, they just think, okay, I got my LLC, you know, now I'm ready to go for funding. But your business needs to be in compliance and there's certain things that the lenders are looking at. And if, you, if, you're, if you're not doing these things right, those are red flags, right? So things like having the right business address, having the right business phone number. Um, do you have a um, Dun & Brass number, EIN number, right? Are you in a high risk or low risk industry? So there's certain industries, like if I go in a bank and I say, you know, hey, um, Darius Bender's credit repair company. I'm not getting Something any funding. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So those are some misconceptions that people have um, when it comes to going to get business funding. How you need to get funded. If you're a brand new LLC, you can get funded. You're, pro you're not probably not going to get as much as someone who's had their LLC two or three years mm -hmm. just because it's brand new, right? Yeah. So one thing you can do is whoever you have relationships with on the personal side, who easier to go get business funding with than the person you already have a relationship with. They already see you have activity. You built a rapport with them. So whoever you're banking with, I would now go open up a business account right then what we're going to do is we can run something called a 50 50 play which is essentially where what you're going to do is drop some money in the checking drop some money in your business savings right let's do that for three or four weeks if you got more money to play with drop more money in them right because again it's just about um building that report even before getting into all this i always had a passion to help people yeah. um and uh that's been the thing so my coaching business right now mm -hmm. we have over 400 students between our university and our, our mentorship nice. program and um that's been you know my biggest thing i'll go to in terms of impact and then income yeah. um but you know we also have like a continuity offer like for people who don't can't afford to pay for credit repair i got a free software that allows them to repair their own credit and it's populated by artificial intelligence mm -hmm. so that they don't even have to know what they're doing it's going to pull up their negative accounts it's gonna um it's gonna literally plug in place so when they click on the negative accounts it's going to populate the letters for them and allow them to send it off or they can pay a couple extra dollars and get it sent off on their behalf um so that's been amazing as well hey, hey wait 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 i know you want to watch this next video but listen if you are an entrepreneur business coach business consultant or a small business owner who has a story and wants to learn how to create multiple streams of income from your story i need you to text me right now my book to 646-687-4152. That is my personal number. I have been an author for over 12 years. I've written 10 books. Four of them have been bestsellers and I've sold over 100,000 books. But I've also helped a lot of my clients 
take their expertise and put it into a story, then create multiple streams of income from that. So I wanna help you do the same thing. So text my book to 646-687-4152. I, I, let's go back to the video. episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash, the greatest money mindset show on the planet. Listen, launching a business comes with a lot of obstacles, but for entrepreneurs who have been through it, one challenge stands out in their mind. Financing. Traditional bank loans for small businesses have historically been hard to obtain, but recent market trends are making it even more difficult for new startups to get the funding that they deserve. That's where my next guest comes in, a business coach and consultant who helps people improve their credit and obtain 100K in funding in 90 days. Welcome Darius Benders, who's gonna help you get to the bag so you can take your business to the next level. What's up, brother? What's going on, fam? Good, man, appreciate you having me on today. Man, it's my pleasure, man. I, I, I love, I love um, talking about how to access other people's money, right? Because, um, you know, as somebody who, you know, grew up in um, an environment that I didn't really see entrepreneurs and have access um, to, to, those, to business owners, um, I would uh, relate the personal ways to get money right. um, and not know the business ways. And even as a former bank, I was a banker 15 years, as I started to learn all of the... Uh, benefits of of how a business could actually obtain funding i was like man this is this is information that people don't really know and so i'm glad that you're out here you're teaching people how to get to their funding um and so we're going to talk about all of that but Say before we get there yeah for those who don't know who is darius benders yeah so um my name is darius benders like my guy said i'm from boston mass originally um i've been here in georgia now for about six months and um we essentially what we do is we help entrepreneurs get their credit in order, get access to funding, and we give them direction on how they can use this money to be able to grow their businesses. Because like you said, growing up, we weren't taught this information, right? No one told us how to get access to the funding. And a lot of times, because we're not privy to the information, you know, we struggle. Like 82% of small businesses are going to fail in the first five years. That's just a fact. Yeah. And when you look at the number one reason, it's due to lack of capital, whether it's starting capital yeah. or they run out of money to be able to grow. Mm -hmm. So that's a little bit about me. Yeah. So... You were able to obtain $167,000 yes. in 47 days. There's mm -hmm. people out here who don't make that in a year, right? Right. Um, talk to us a little bit about that process. Absolutely. So what I did was essentially I went to a conference and... Um, I'm originally, I was in the nightlife, right? Mm -hmm. So pandemic came and shut down, right? Yeah. So I had to kind of figure out a plan, how to pivot. Um, so I went to a conference out here in Georgia and uh, a lot of people talking about credit, trucking, Airbnb, all types of things. So I, I'm a networker, I get in rooms, I like to meet people. So I met one of my good friends, Mel, and we had just started exchanging value after that event. He was showing me the credit game and then I was showing him what I was doing at the time, marketing. So in learning this, I realized like, this is the cheat, like this is the cheat code. Facts, this is what I, this is what I need. Cause a lot of our problems 
they come from the root of not having the capital. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I improved my credit. Um, I went out, I built my credit. And that's something I tell people, if you are if you don't have credit, you can build it in as little as 30 days, literally. Mm -hmm. And then um, I just started going for funding, right? So, you know, we start, with, and I'm sure we'll get into it, but starting with like smaller banks, like credit unions, yeah. your community banks, your regional banks, yeah. and then um, forming your LLC, right? Most people, to get an LLC and they think, Okay, where, where's the money at? But no, your business has to actually be set up and structured the right way. Mm. Um, so once we did that, we tapped into the business funding banks and um, a lot of 0% interest funding, yeah. which is great because when you're looking, to, you're starting a new business, a lot of times we're trying to figure it out, right? Or well, there's going to be bumps and bruises. So when you have business credit cards that have 0% introductory period, mm. now you can take this and you have less pressure because you don't have to pay it all back in 30 days or 60 days. Mm. You have some time. So that's how I went out and uh, got some funding. Yeah, and so let, let, let's 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 peel back some layers mm -hmm. a little bit, right? Yep. Because, um, you know, there are a lot of financial um, gurus and people who teach finance who kind of strongly emphasize against using debt mm -hmm. or using credit. Um, and so somebody who's listening right now might hear you like, oh, yeah, you can get funding. Um, but they're so afraid of debt. They're so afraid of using credit that they don't even take that step to borrow. They look for, I mean, this is the number one question I get is like when somebody starts a business, they're like, yo, uh, how can I get access to grants? Like mm -hmm. they're looking for like free money, mm -hmm. uh, which is good though. There's right. nothing wrong with grants, right. but they're like afraid of credit. Um, why is, is using credit to fund your business a good idea? And how do you um, use credit in a way where um, you know you're not just getting into debt, but you're actually building from it. Building from it, yeah. Makes sense. So I always say that's a good question, right? So I like to give examples, right? I say success leaves clues. So you look at all the biggest businesses, all your favorite entrepreneurs. They all using debt. We talk about even Elon Musk, right? Mm -hmm. He bought Twitter. Forty percent of forty percent of the money he used was from the banks, mm -hmm. right? You talk about uh, Wells Fargo. You talk about Walmart. All these businesses started from leveraging. Debt. So there's there's good debt and there's bad debt. Yeah. But when you use debt that's on the business side, it's a great thing because one, it doesn't report to the personal side. Mm. So you don't have to worry about your DTI, you know, being out of whack or being too high. Mm. And essentially you think about it like they're giving you essentially free money. Like let's say you want to go, uh, I want to write a book. I want to learn how to write a book. Yeah. I go get some business funding. Yeah. I could pay my guy Ash. He could tell me how to make uh, start a create a book, how to sell it, how to do all these things. Mm. And I have 12 months before any interest starts accruing. Mm. So why would I not take advantage right. of that? Because what I'm doing is, and I tell people when you get funding, first thing you should do is go get what I like to call the fast pass. So you find a mentor. It's a lot easier route. I, yeah. I like to compare it to having like a GPS, mm -hmm. right? If I said I want, I want to know how to sell, why am I going to try to sell books on my own? Mm -hmm. If I don't know what I'm doing, I've never done it. I don't have family who's done it. I don't have friends who've done it. Yeah. So the key is when you get this funding, make sure you have a plan. That's, mm -hmm. that's first and foremost. And then uh, go get the fast pass so that you can have the plan. Yeah, no, I love it. And, and I, one of the things that you said that I don't want people to miss um, is that going um, and using funding allows you uh, to use the funding on the business side, right? So mm -hmm. that... Your DTI, which is debt to income ratio, yes. stays low, right? And and I think that that that's important to know because a lot of people um, they try to use their personal credit. If they're using their personal credit, all that debt is yes. going to stay on that personal side. Yep. So now, when they want to buy things like a personal home, or if they want to do things that they can only do on their personal credit, mm -hmm. then they're they're going to have they're such stuck. a high 
DTI, debt to income ratio, that they're not going to get approved, even if they could afford it. Absolutely. But if they do get business funding, then that business is, or that funding is not carried on my personal social security number. Right. It's actually held by the LLC, yes. which is its own entity. Uh, so that way, the DT, the debt to income ratio is 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 it doesn't even exist. Exactly. On a personal side, and so um, would you suggest that for um, let's say somebody has a nine to five mm -hmm. and they're transitioning or they have a side hustle? Do you suggest that for them as well to, to, to get business funding? Absolutely. I would say anybody anybody who's looking to invest in themselves, they're looking to start a side hustle or main hustle, whatever it may be, you definitely should go get your LLC set up, right, so that your business is, is uh, operating how a business needs to operate. Yeah. Um, so even if you're in a nine-to-five or you're working a couple jobs, 100% you should go get your business set up so that you can have funding to be able to put whatever you're looking to do for your side hustle in a good position to win, right? Yeah. Because again, when we talk about stats, right? We, we talked about 82% of small businesses are gonna fail yeah. and it's not having a proper plan and then the funding. Yeah. So absolutely you should do that. And going back to what you said regarding the, uh, the, the personal debt, and what I tell people is like, let's say you go, you go get a couple personal credit cards because you're gonna need at least two, right? Mm -hmm. You're gonna need at least two personal credit cards with a $5,000 limit before we can go get access to business funding. Mm -hmm. So let's say you go get approved, you know, 20, 30, 40,000 in funding, right? I like to say you keep your utilization under 15% mm -hmm. so you don't feel stuck in a rut, especially mm -hmm. if you're an entrepreneur because the worst thing you can do, go get a lot of personal funding, you know, you go use that to grow your business and something go wrong in the business, now you're stuck with high utilization right. trying to figure out how you can dig out of that hole. Yep, yeah. yep, no, I love it, I love it. And then like one of the things you mentioned, um, which I wanna go back to too, you said at least having two personal credit cards um, why is that important as it relates to getting business business credit? Because when we when we go to look to get access to this business funding, right, they're going to look at a few things. How your, your data points on your personal credit report, mm -hmm. right, yeah. how those look. Second is going to be how your entity is set up, your business. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing is going to be what are your personal limits? Because if you only have, let's say you got two personal credit cards with a $3,000 limit, when we go to get business funding, they're not going to give you $20,000 mm -hmm. limits because you've never handled a good amount of you never handed a good amount of credit right mm -hmm. so why would we now give you high limits so typically you want to if you do have small limits you want to increase those limits which we can talk about how to increase those limits or you want to start off with some lenders who are known for giving out high limits mm, got it got it got it and then and then i mean we, we right here so mm -hmm. how, how do you increase those limits right like like i gotta you know i haven't used personal credit in a while mm -hmm. um all of my you know uh, I, I use business credit so on the personal side i think i got one credit card that has like maybe $9,000 in, in credit. Mm -hmm. um, and then I have one that has like nothing really, right? right? Small, yeah. How do I how do I how do I increase those, those limits. credit limits? Yeah. So I tell everyone, right? You got to think from from a lender's perspective, right? If 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 they give you money, let's say they started someone off with a $3,000 limit, right? If they're giving you money and you're not even utilizing the money they're giving you, uh -huh. why would they give you a credit limit increase, mm -hmm. right? So what I tell you, the easiest way to increase your limits is you wanna utilize that car, like everything should be set up that you're already doing in your life anyway. All your bills should be on your credit card. Mm -hmm. uh, anything you're already gonna do should be set up on auto pay, right? And then what you're gonna wanna do is let's utilize this credit card for everything and then we'll pay down the credit card with the debit card. Mm -hmm. Now. We have, most people know their due dates, right? right? And that's when the minimum payment is due. But what most people go wrong is 
Let's say they pay down their credit card in full by the due date. Mm -hmm. Then they go use it again. Mm -hmm. Then they wonder why their utilization is still high mm -hmm. on the credit report because they don't know that there's a closing statement date. Your closing mm -hmm. statement date is the most important date because whatever is showing on your on your um, with that lender, that is going to be what's reported to the credit bureaus. Mm -hmm. So you want to call your lender, ask, hey, what is my uh, closing statement date? Once they tell you, I tell you, pay the card down in full or as much as possible two to three days before that closing statement mm -hmm. date. So every 60 days to six months, you can ask for a credit credit card increase with most lenders. The key is making sure that you ask them, is it going to be a hard pull or a soft pull? Yeah. Because if it's a hard inquiry, I don't want you to know, right? Whether you decide to go through with it, that's on you. But at least I would like to let, I don't want no one to say, yo, that dude, that, he didn't tell me I was going to get another hard inquiry. Mm -hmm. So just do your due diligence and um, that's how you can increase your limits. Wow, I yeah. love that. And I, and I want you all to pay attention, right? Because um, a couple of things, right? Understanding the difference between what a hard pull uh, and a soft pull is, but also the the ability, right, to know uh, like when are the statements being pulled, right? Mm -hmm. Like that that statement due date and the actual uh, due date, right? There's two different ones, and I think that that's where people get tripped up yeah. because I've, I've I've had clients before who have had credit cards who have like, yo, I paid in full every time yeah. before the due date, yeah. But they don't understand that there's a statement, absolutely, do you know statement date. And if you pay it two to three days before it, mm -hmm. that's when that that's what that that's the amount that's being reported to the credit bureaus, and that's what is allowing um, that utilization ratio to be, be low. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. And so, what what, are, what like like you know, based on you know your experience, what are the common mistakes would you say um, that entrepreneurs make uh, as it relates to getting business funding? So uh, a few mistakes they do make is. When building out their profile, there's like this misconception that you can just go add a bunch of trade lines. You don't need primary accounts. So some people, they'll go add like four or five trade lines um, and then they'll think that they're in position for funding. Mm. That's a huge mistake because you need to have at least 10 of your own primary accounts. And for people who don't know what that those are, anything that is in your name, right? Mm. Anything that is in your name is considered a primary account. That could be, you know, student loans, mortgages, uh, credit cards, lines of credit, auto loans, right? If you don't have you know, enough primary accounts. What you can do is you go go ask some credit builder accounts. Mm. So there's accounts out there that's set up to help you grow your credit report. Mm. You go check out um, Tomo card. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it, it's a card that you can apply for. It's not an inquiry, so it's not going to affect you, but it's going to help you build your pro your your uh, your credit. You can go check out the extra debit card. Same thing. You can go check out Self, Kickoff, Rent Reporter, Rental Karma. All these accounts are going to help you build out. So mm. you can literally do this today and then within 30 days you'll have the number of accounts that you need to be in position um so that's a huge misconception another thing that people where people go wrong is uh we talked about when they set up their business they just think okay i got my llc you know now i'm ready to go for funding but your business needs to be in compliance and there's certain things that the lenders are looking at and if you if you're if you're not doing these things right those are red flags mm. right so things like having the right business address having the right business phone number. Mm -hmm. um, do you have a um, Dun & Brass number, EIN number, mm -hmm. right? Are you in a high risk or low risk industry? Mm -hmm. So there's certain industries, like if I go in a bank and I say, you know, hey, um, Darius been this credit repair company. Mm -hmm. I'm not getting Something any funding, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So those are some misconceptions that people have um, when it comes to going to get business funding, how you need to look. And, and, and I, want, I want to like, one thing that you said, right? You talked about um, the amount of accounts that you have, mm -hmm. right? And just for clarity, the amount of accounts that you have on your personal credit matter when it gets when you get business credit, but they're but they're not um, hold, 
like they want to see how you manage your personal credit yes. in order to give you the business credit. Correct. Right. Oh, personal guarantor. Gotcha. Yeah. So they're okay. going to literally look at, because your personal credit tells a story, right? Yeah. It tells a story about you. So most people think, oh, I got a 700, like I'm ready. Yeah. But it's not like, a, okay, let's say a kid comes out of college, right? He's 23 years old. He had a student loan. He's had on-time payments. He might not, he's probably, he might have a 720 to 750, but guess what? He can't go get business funding mm -hmm. because he doesn't have the strength. He doesn't have uh, the credit age that they're looking for. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have a diversified uh, profile. He doesn't have any of the things that they're looking for. So he's going to get denied. And I get people who come, they might have a 695 mm -hmm. and they can go get approved for a lot of money because they meet those data points. Like the number of accounts we talked about having 10, at least four and a half, five years of credit history, mm -hmm. right? Having no derogatories, having no late payments. They might have utilization that's maybe a little higher than the lenders would like, mm -hmm. but if they had credit for six or seven years, they've all, they always been known to pay their bills on time. Mm -hmm. They can go get some funding versus the person who has a 750 but doesn't have the strength. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And, 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 and while you were saying that, a uh, uh, thought came into my head. Mm -hmm. Let's say somebody has a low credit, um, you know, credit limit credit card, mm -hmm. right? But they've had it for a while. Mm -hmm. um, if they go to the bank and ask them to increase that, that limit, does, does the, will you see, will the credit bureau see that the limit was increased or, or, or they just see that, you had the card for 10 years, mm -hmm. here's the limit. Like, would they know you, you recently got a credit increase? Great question. So when you get a credit limit increase, the next time your credit report updates, the new limit is going to post. Mm. When you're going for, let's say now you're going for business funding, yeah. all they see is what your current limit is. Mm. They're not going to see, oh, they just got increased. Right. Now that you have that limit, that's what they're going based off of. Got you. Yep. And, and, and then based on the way the, the, the FICO score algorithm works, mm -hmm. The longer you have the card, the better. Absolutely. Um, and 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 based on what you were saying is that you you have to have, um, and you know amount you know different amounts of credit in your primary name, not yes. just trade lines. Mm -hmm. Do they have to be open or they just have to be um, both open and closed? So ideally, you would want uh, ten open accounts, right? Okay. You'd want ten open accounts. If you got, let's say, you got eight primary open accounts and two of them are closed but they close in good standing yeah then you're good you can go get some business funding at that point but yeah. ideally we would want them to be 10 open accounts yeah and and then and then, and then so like they say 70 percent of americans have mistakes on their credit report absolutely right and so you know i know there's millions of people out there um no fault of their own mm -hmm. right have the, these these information you know negative information on their report um and even some people it is their fault and they right. got negative right <laughs> Um, what is the, the, the fastest way cause that somebody could, um, um, fix their credit mm -hmm. so that they could get access to this funding? So first thing, like you said, most people don't even understand. I've been doing credit now for like a year and a half. I've never seen a credit report that's 100% accurate, yeah. right? Not even one time. So I had a, a student of mine, all she did was update her personal information wow. her score went up 26 points right so it's literally people have multiple spellings in their names mm -hmm. people have different addresses people got old employers listed mm -hmm. so people don't understand even if you didn't have negatives right when you're going for funding they see four different spellings on the name they right. see all these different employers it's a red flag because they're like we don't even know 
if this is you. Mm. So that's that keeps you from getting what we like to call automatic approvals. Now we gotta verify. Now we're asking you for docs and Ooh, all these things that we yeah. could avoid if we make sure our personal information is in place. So first thing you wanna do is update your personal information, right? It should look like a resume, one name, one address, one employer. Right? You can simply call the bureaus in each bureau and update them with that. Next thing we're gonna do is we can go to those negative accounts, right? And you can identify the inaccuracies within that account. So for example, let's say it's a Navy Federal credit card, right? Mm -hmm. You go look at the credit card. Now it's gonna have different criteria. It's gonna have open date, right? It's gonna have the amount late. It's gonna have um, how late was it? If it was 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. So if you look across all three bureaus and they are not all 100% and entirely accurate, mm -hmm then that account must go by law, right? Mm. It's the FCRA, the Fair Credit Reporting Act. So those are some ways that you can um, you can check your credit report, and those are some ways that you can dispute any negatives that you have so that we can be able to get in position to now get funded. Nah, I love it. And then now, right, so now you've done all of that, mm. you got your credit where you need to go, you get your funding, or or what, like, like give us some plays on... Um, the Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. You know, I mean, you mentioned, you mentioned them slightly like, credit union mm -hmm. things of that nature like what what's the first step for somebody right so they right. got their credit together um they got their business together right mm -hmm. so so like you said um you know llc dun and Bradstreet number um you know ein number yep. um a business telephone number yep. business um email address mm -hmm. business address yep. right um so you got all of that and then you walk into a bank what could um, a person, how much could a person expect to be, you know, to, to get from that? That's a great question. So it depends on a few factors. If you're a brand new LLC, you can get funded. You're, pro you're not probably not going to get as much as someone who's at that LLC two or three years mm -hmm. just because it's brand new, right? Yeah. So one thing you can do is whoever you have relationships with on the personal side, who easier to go get business funding with than the person you already have a relationship mm. with. They already see you have activity, you've built a rapport with them. So whoever you're banking with, I would now go open up a business account, right? Then what we're gonna do is we can run something called a 50-50 play, which is essentially where what you're gonna do is drop some money in the checking, drop some money in your business savings, right? Mm. Let's do that for three or four weeks. If you got more money to play with, drop more money in them, right? Mm. Because again, it's just about um, building that rapport. Now, on let's say day 31, we can apply for that business credit card. If your credit is really good, you don't even have to wait the 30 days. Mm. You can just apply out the gate. Some banks y'all can check out. Um, Truist Bank, right? Mm. They have uh, two business credit cards, 0% interest, one 0% interest, nine months, mm. one is 0% interest, 12 months, right? Mm. You can get both of those products with just one inquiry. If your business is over two years, you can get both of those business credit cards and a business line of credit, mm. all with just one inquiry. They're gonna pull from Equifax, right? Mm. Then with a bank like Truist, is, it's a regional bank. So there's certain lenders that are only going to allow people who live in that region to to be able to bank with them. PNC is another one of yeah. those, right? But what I tell people is um, to keep it simple for anyone watching, first thing you wanna do, go look up community banks in your area, right? Literally Google community banks in my area. You can also check out um, ibanknet.com. And what it does is it breaks down by state um, what lenders are giving out the most money based mm -hmm. on activity, right? We think of deposits, assets, mm -hmm. because the way banks make money, as we know, is 
They lend out money, they charge interest, mm -hmm. right? So what we want to do is see who's giving out the most, who has the most activity, and those are the banks we're gonna go want to go build with. Um, and then just understanding what they're looking for. Again, we talked about what not to say. When I walk in the bank, don't ever say you do something like credit repair. Mm -hmm. Don't say uh, you're in trucking. Mm -hmm. um, nothing wrong with those industries, but in the eyes of the lender, they're gonna be considered high risk. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't want to say we're self-employed or retired, right? Use an employer, or, it, or in certain instances, use the name of your business as your employer, mm -hmm. because these are things that they're looking forward to say, okay, red flag, red flag. Yeah. So as long as we do all those things, we can go out, we go out and get some good funding. Mm, major, right? major, yeah. major. And so what what are what are some examples of things that you know you, your students, mm -hmm. like what are y'all doing now that you got this funding, right? Mm -hmm. You had $167,000. Yeah. What, what did you do with that money and how did that help you, you know, help you in your business? So I tell people it is certain people invest in certain things, right? Mm -hmm. You know, some people do real estate, stocks. For me, it, it was skills mm -hmm. because I know that the more high income skills we have, mm -hmm. the more cash flow we can create. So for me, one of the first things I invested in um, was how to run now a funding company, mm -hmm. right? How I can go get people 100,000 and I can make 10% on the back end. Mm. That's a 10K payday, right? Yeah. Um, another thing we invested in was like digital products. How do I now help people with this same skill that I learned that's helped me make some good money mm. to now I can impact others, right? I always say when you over deliver, you'll be overpaid. Mm. So I'm big on helping people, but things that people in my community, what we teach is how to run a funding business, how to run an automated credit repair business, mm. um, how to be able to now go out and teach others how to do the same. So all the things I'm doing, uh, we're teaching them in the program so that they can go out and be able to not just get the money, mm. But like you said, most people don't know what they do with the money. So now they have a plan of action so that they can grow cash flow. Yeah, no, I love it. And and talk, talk about that a little bit, right? Because mm -hmm. I, I know I know I said that, you know, 70% of, you know, credit reports have errors on them. Mm -hmm. um, you know, how lucrative is starting your own credit repair business? Um, and like, what does it take? Does, can anybody do it? Or is it something that, you know, you have to have a certain skill set to be able to do? So honestly... So what happens is this: you gotta think, right? Seven in ten bad people, uh, seven out of ten people you meet have bad credit. Yeah. So you gotta think, easy business to market. Right. Even if God forbid you don't have an online presence, you could literally probably go in your group chat and find people who need their credit fix. Nice. So, so once you learn the skill, right, which you can learn from someone who's done it, right? We talked about learning the thing that you're looking to do from somebody. Once you learn it, um, what we can do is you can start off doing it. But what I tell people, the easiest way to do it is having it somewhat automated. So hire you a team, mm. let them duplicate your process, mm. right? You can go get a, a team of even even VAs, virtual assistants, duplicate your process. That way you don't have to be so hands-on because as you're scaling the credit repair business, let's say the first 10 clients, 20 clients you're doing on your own, it could be a lot. It could be time consuming, mm -hmm. consuming. And we know as business owners, you know, time freedom or focusing on the things that produce you high income, right, is what you want to be focused on. Mm. So, um, yeah, so you could start off doing it on your own, hire some people, train them on how to do it and it's something that anyone can do yeah got it got it got it and then now so like you got the funding um you know you got uh you know you know people are investing in the credit repair business mm -hmm. and, they, and they're making that cash flow what has been um the vehicle for you that has worked the best from a wealth building perspective like like you looking at all right i want to solidify my wealth want to create you know residual income mm -hmm. what like what's what's your go-to wealth Wealth strategy. So for me personally, it's been like helping people. Helping yeah. people is even before getting into all this, I always had a passion to help people. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, that's been the thing. So my coaching business right now, mm -hmm. we have over 400 students between our university and our, our mentorship nice. program. And um, that's been, you know, my biggest thing I'll go to in terms of impact and then income. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we also have like a continuity offer, like for people who don't can't afford to pay for credit repair, I got a free software that allows them to repair their own credit and mm. it's populated by artificial intelligence mm. so that they don't even have to know what they're doing. Mm. It's gonna pull up their negative accounts. It's gonna um, it's gonna literally plug in place. So when they click on the negative accounts, it's gonna populate the letters for them and allow them to send it off or they can pay a couple extra dollars and get it sent off on their behalf. Um, so that's been amazing as well. Uh, yeah, I love that. And, and so so how, how, do you, how do you believe that, and I'm glad you brought up, you brought up AI, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. Because you know, I see a lot of you know. I mean, you know, artificial intelligence here, right? Um, and um, it's smart to use it in the the credit repair space. Mm -hmm. How do you how do you believe that AI is going to change um, credit? You know, credit funding. Like, do 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 you think it's going to play more of a role? in like, you know, you know credit do. repair funding. Absolutely, like in, in anything, even outside of credit, like artificial intelligence is here to make our lives easier. So you think of like, you could literally pull up, oh, list of lenders in my area that have 0% interest. You could go to ChatGBT and do that and it'll literally give you the banks. Um, you can talk about, like we talked about populating letters, um, write a dispute letter for, you know, a late payment, right? Mm -hmm. And it's gonna populate that. And not only will it give you one, but because what can happen sometimes is people send out generic letters and yeah. that's how, People have a hard time getting negatives off, but it can generate you different different type of letters for the same scenario, mm -hmm. right? So it's definitely here to stay. Yeah. It's gonna if you're learning how to use it and leverage it, it's gonna help your business grow. Yeah, and so and and, and so you, you you talked earlier about because I want want to get to know Darius a mm -hmm. little better, right? Like you talked earlier about like being in you know you know marketing, being a networker, things of that nature. You know, at this level um, of of your career and uh, you know, having a lot of income and a lot of impact. Um, is there anything that you know now that if you were able to talk to, let's say, your 18-year-old self, mm -hmm. that you would be telling 18-year-old Darius about, you know, business and about, you know, how to, how to build wealth? Absolutely. If I was talking to my 18-year-old self, the thing I would have told me was, don't listen to people who aren't where you're looking to be, mm. right? I think so many times the problem is like growing up, like, you know, we're all in the same environment, you know, I'm from the neighborhood. So everyone's like, when I talk about like investing in yeah. yourself, like paying for mentorship, that's like, why would you, people like, why would you do that? Facts. But if I knew what I knew now, I would have took any money. I would have worked a job just to be able to pay mm -hmm. someone to get the answers because it's just the fast pass. And it's a situation where you really can't go wrong, right? right. If you've already done the thing I'm looking to do, how can I go wrong if Facts. I'm following your blueprint? Mm -hmm. And um, I think so many times people want to hold on to the money because the, they have a scarcity mindset, yeah. right? But what I learned is the more you let go of the money, mm -hmm. of course, putting it into to the right things, right the things, more yeah. the money comes back. Yeah. So that's definitely what I would tell my um, 18 year old self, invest in skills, invest in mentorship. Yeah, nah, that's good because I think that, and, and, and I think it's tough though, right? I think it's tough in our community because, yeah. you know, I think we're we're taught that school is the way, Yeah. right? So we're willing to, which is, which is and, and no disrespect to people who go to school, mm -hmm. but you know, a lot of the people that I know that go to school and follow sort of like that traditional way um, are struggling, yep. right? So they go to school, they get a degree, um, they can't find a job um, in what they just got a degree in, so they pay more money for another degree yep. um, to also not have a job in what they just paid money for. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, and then, and then that cycle continues. 
Um, but then when you, you know, when you think about, you know, somebody paying, you know, 40,000, 50,000, 100,000, even one shot for self-education, yes. it scares them. Right. You know what I'm saying? It scares them because they've never done that before. Yeah. Um, and then that they're skeptical about it. Yeah. They don't, they don't know what to do. Um, but at the end of the day, like you said, um, paying for that mentorship, paying for, uh, getting in the room and mm -hmm. having access um, really kind of like, you know, exponentially kind of grows, Absolutely. grows your business. Um, what happens, right? So, I, so I've seen, um, you know, I, I know just going back to the funding for a second, um, I've seen when people use their personal credit to apply for business credit, sometimes that hard inquiry is there. Mm -hmm. Are there any like tips or tricks to kind of, you know, you know, uh, not allow those inquiries to affect on the personal side when they apply for business credit? So you can, like, you can literally remove any inquiries that you get when you're applying for business funding. And mm -hmm. the reason being is because, again, it's a business product, so it should not be reporting on your personal credit. Mm -hmm. So what you, what you can do is you can literally send in a letter of deletion to remove those um, those inquiries because it should not be reporting there. You wow. don't even have to, it's not, not even a hack, any like crazy gem, literally just send in the letter of deletion and say, I need these inquiries removed. Then once you do that, you can go run more business funding plays because now that those inquiries aren't showing. And that account is never going to, that account is not going to report on your um, personal credit. Mm -hmm. So it's not going to be like, oh, your, DT, your debt to income ratio went up. So just get rid of the inquiries and go run some more plays. So, so just, just, just so I can understand, right? So mm -hmm. if I got a, uh, I apply for American Express card, mm -hmm. American Express runs my personal credit, mm -hmm. They give me the actual card, mm -hmm. and now now I have that. Um, I look up my credit, yes. and I see on I don't see nothing. I don't see the American Express card on my on my personal mm -hmm. because I got it approved on my personal on my business side. Um, but I still see the inquiry. Yep. Uh, I could call the credit bureau, yes. and say please delete this. And it's not, not, I'm not doing nothing illegal, nope. of that, right? Nothing at all. I'm, you don't even have to call. You can just send in a letter of mm. deletion and list that inquiry that's there. And then for a reason of why, because this inquiry should not be reporting by law. Mm. Mm -hmm. And then they take it off. They take it off. And then now if it's off, now I could go apply for Chase. Yes. Chase gives me, the, and, 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 and I, I can perfectly do that. Absolutely. Wow. Perfectly fine. And then there's certain lenders like GM Marcus Business Credit Card. Yeah. They're not even going to give you an inquiry when you apply for their um, biz, business credit card. So that's a play y'all can run if y'all want to avoid inquiries because you're in a rush to, or you're looking to not get another inquiry even temporarily. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nah, nah, I love it. And so what, what's, the, what's the biggest, um, um, you know, pushback, right? Like, like like working with clients or trying to get people to get big business funding what's the you know biggest pushback you've been you like you've yeah. you've seen or you've been getting so the biggest thing i get is people thinking they're ready for funding mm. and then not being ready and then when you tell people they're not in position yet sometimes they'll cop an attitude but it's just really it comes down to data points like mm. I'll tell people, hey, yes, you have the score, but you don't meet the criteria. Mm. So you got to do X, Y, and Z. And a lot of times what I get is people come for funding 
they come like, I want it right now, right? right. When I, I said, some people, hey, it might take you a couple of weeks, it might take you two or three months, yeah. but we can get you there, but you gotta be patient, right? Yeah. Because most people operate in desperate times. Right. So, oh, I got this idea, they wanna go from idea to funding right now, when typically, no, sometimes it's a process. Right. So that's been the biggest pushback I get. Right. And, and, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, and then people, uh, like you said, some people be skeptical, right? Yeah. Because we just weren't privy to the information. So. Yeah, yeah, no, got it, got it, got it. And so talk about like your, your program, right? Because mm -hmm. you have a university that you mm -hmm. run, um, talk about the, the university and what type of success you've been seeing for some of your students. Absolutely. So our university, um, like I said, we teach you A through Z, the whole financial literacy game, uh, specifically credit, how to fix your credit, how to build out your credit, how to set up your business, and how to apply for funding. Because on top of those things we just talked about, there's certain things that they're looking for on applications and, and how you look um, that's going to dictate whether you get approved or whether you don't and for how much you get approved. So we go through all that. We do a live coaching call every month and then we have a community and the community is super dope because I love to see when like we got students in there who they only been in the program like 60 days and now they coaching others like people wow. asking questions they in there before i could even get in wow. no you need to do this this worked for me and um and then we do a, a mastermind a two-day mastermind every quarter nice. um so we actually have our, our next one coming up this weekend but in the last one it was dope to hear like testimonials like you know one of our students stephanie she got over two hundred twenty thousand dollars in funding wow. and she runs like a family business so it's dope because she talked about how you know it, it changed their lives um another one of our students damir he has one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars funny so we got a lot of people that's getting funded um and it's just exciting we got some people who's now um get making eight thousand dollars a month in their credit repair business so it's just dope to see wow yeah. wow and where you are right now have you have you did you have did you envision this and do you ever envision yourself being at this level of success um so i always said i always said i knew i would be successful yeah i didn't know how at times yeah i didn't know how soon but i always knew i would be yeah. um so I'm just, I'm just shocked that, you know, the things that we've been able to accomplish in the past nine months, because yeah. like I tell people, literally your life could change in, I used to say a year, but yeah. now I say it could change in less than a Facts, year. Yeah. But you know, you, it's two things, it's, it's information and execution. Yeah. And I stress that all the time, like your execution level, you know, we can't always coach that, yeah. right? You gotta have that in you, mm -hmm. or you gotta find a way to get it. But the information gap in our communities is the thing that holds us back. Like yeah. you said, people will pay forty, fifty thousand $50,000 to go get a traditional education. You know, you come out, maybe you're making forty, fifty thousand in uh at your job after taxes, you, you know, you're struggling. Right. But you could go get into a program, it could be nine, nine, seven, four, uh, even five thousand, a fraction of the price, and you can learn one high income skill that could change your whole life. Yeah. So um so yeah, so I didn't know, you know, when, but yeah, yeah. I did always know we'd be and, and what what was your like background like? Like did you you know, like did you come from a rich family? Nah. Did you have like you nope. know, you graduated magna cum laude. <laughs> no, nah, none of that. The, yeah. It's crazy, bro, because I, I, I almost didn't get to walk at my high school graduation. Or, yeah. yeah, so like, like now, like people in high school, they hit me up like, like, yo, you teach your financial yeah, literacy. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy to see because like I remember you were struggling because traditional school wasn't my thing. Yeah. I don't know if it's I just wasn't interested or where it was. But no, I came up. Um, it was me and my mom. I had my dad in my life. We're still tight as hell. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I did go to college. I graduated from University of Maine. Uh, not cum laude. I, I played. I played football though. Um, mm -hmm. So that was a lot of reason I went to college. Um, and then I came home. I tried like seven jobs that first year. Mm -hmm. I was doing Uber, Caviar, front desk at LA Fitness, selling solar panels, walking the streets in the snow. So yeah, it it, uh, it was definitely a roller coaster ride getting here. Um, the last business I had was in the nightlife industry, throwing yeah. parties. And um, I moved to Atlanta uh, six months ago. And yeah, just. 
So just, just locking in on just one in thing. Sense, yeah, yeah, one thing. I say one thing. Most people, we try two or three or five things because yeah. we all feel we're so multifaceted or multi-talented, which we are. But if you could just focus on one skill, lock in on that one thing, you're going to get there a lot faster. Yeah. That's what yeah. I learned. Yeah. And then what, what's the, what, what does the future look like for Darius? Like when you ultimately, as you're, you know, continuing to build uh, your university, mm -hmm. you're helping people get funding, you have this strong impact, you know, you make, you know, you make good money. Um, what does the like? What does the ultimate vision look like for you? That's a good question. So, so where I see us in the next couple of years is just again growing the community, and again we want to elevate. So now we're helping people, okay, get access to the money. Now they're making some money, but how can we create six-figure earners? Mm -hmm. Because I just know the more you can impact people, yeah, the higher you can elevate them, the more you make. It just Absolutely. goes hand in hand. So yep. that's something that we're looking to do: just help people at a higher level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, so right now, like a lot of, you know, our uh, insiders who watch the show um, work a nine to five, mm -hmm. right? They, 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 they probably make some good money. Um, a lot of them may be wanting to transition uh, from nine to five to becoming an entrepreneur. What uh, advice would you give to our insiders? I would say leverage your job, right? I think yeah. sometimes people's People online might speak of, oh, get rid of the job, just quit. Mm -hmm. Leverage that to be your business partner. That yeah. income you're, you're, you're making, that can help you get ahead of people who are struggling to, to, struggling to get it on their own because we just talked about how lack of capital is a big thing. Yeah. Definitely invest in your credit if it's not already in position. Use that capital to start your business right the right way, everything that we talked about today. And then, um, you know, keep your job until you're making as much as your job mm. pays you. That way, you know, you're stable and then you can just grow from there. Yeah. Um, so that, that would be my advice to anyone who's working a nine to five, looking to transition. And most importantly, get a mentor. Don't do it on your own. Yeah. Right. Love it. Love it. Love it. And if somebody wanted to get you as a mentor, I know you have uh, a free masterclass coming up. Talk, tell us about the masterclass. Definitely. So in this masterclass, we're getting people funded live. Like this past weekend, we mm. funded uh, a little under a quarter of a million dollars on on the live workshop. Wow. So during the masterclass. During the masterclass. A free masterclass. Yep. You're actually getting people funded. Yes. Okay. Yep. So um, y'all could uh, y'all can go to mdweebook.com. Not only are you going to get invited to the free masterclass, you're going to get a free um, ebook for me where I'm going to be showing you exactly how we do credit card stacking. I'm going to give you banks, how to set up your business. It's going to be everything A to Z along with um, a two hour masterclass where we locked in. You know, I like to say, you know, I like for my free masterclass be, to be better than a lot of people's paid. So mm, we're going to over deliver for sure. Love it. Love sure. it. So you said mdweebook.com. E so yeah. mdw ebook.com get the free ebook yep. that also has a two-hour master class uh you, you know you could probably get funding live you know again you know you know part of the important part of funding is not just to take the money and go to vegas <laughs> right right that part <laughs> you get you you get the money but the goal is so that you can uh you know start a business yep. uh buy an income producing asset and that asset can pay off that card like it's not like business funding does not mean free money. Absolutely not. You know what I'm saying? Because I want people to know that just because you could get the funding, you still got to pay it back. Yes. But 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 again, if you do it the right way, because business are failing because of lack of access to capital, if you take that capital and then you put it in the right vehicles, then 
you can start building wealth. 100%. All right, my brother Darius Benders is in the building. Uh, if somebody wanted to follow you, if they wanted to connect with you, where can they find Definitely. you? Definitely. Make sure y'all follow me on all platforms, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, at Darius Benders. Um, and we're putting out a lot of valuable content. So even the free stuff, like I got people coming on the Instagram, they're getting approvals, getting their credit score um, improved. So make sure y'all follow me again, at Darius Benders. All right, y'all. Another awesome episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash. We are closing out the vault. Again, funding is really important. So make sure y'all tap in with Darius, mdwebook.com. Make sure you download that. Make sure you follow us at Inside the Vault on all social media platforms. Go to our website, insidethevaultshow.com. Me, I am Ash Cash. Uh, you can follow me on all social media platforms at I am Ash Cash. Also, go to my website, imashcash.com. Also, join the Abundance Community. Go to abundancecommunity.org. We got some more game behind the scenes with Darius and all of our other past guests, exclusive episodes that you ain't even see yet. Uh, so make sure you, you join the Abundance Community, abundancecommunity.org. We're closing out the vault. We'll see you next time. Same time, same place, in God's will. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.